is Nikki K. I hope you guys are all doing well. And I know you guys have been waiting for this. But I am going to be doing the Pluto in Leo generation. And like I said before, my previous, I'm going to be doing it due to the months. So, you know, before I did the Cancer generation, Pluto and Cancer, we're in Leo season. We're sort of coming out, but still we're Leo season. So I'm going to be doing the Pluto and Leo. I'm in Virgo season, Pluto and Virgo, and so on. Okay, and I'm sort of to and froing whether I should do the Pluto in Pisces because I know it's just a little bit too soon, but you just never know. Yeah, I do know that I'm doing the Pluto in Aquarius because that's going to be extremely important for the Pluto in Libra generation, the next leaders. So before I say that, I've just, before I talk about this, I've decided, guys, that I'm going to be switching things up a little bit. You know, usually I do the weekly, um, weekly planetary messages. I have decided I'm going to be doing it on my YouTube channel. I know, I know, but you know, things are changing. So... I'm going to do it on my YouTube channel, the weeklies, the, the, the weekly, you know, the tarot and what the planets are saying. And then I will be doing, um, on my YouTube, I'll be doing the weeklies with the, the tarot card for all the signs. And also I will be doing monthlies on there and dailies. Okay. On the on the podcast, I'm going to be sticking to like the planetaries and, you know, the eclipses. What else am I going to be doing? Yeah, planetaries, eclipses, uh, the nodal changes, you know, just a bit more in depth because, you know, it's a bit more free when you can speak on your podcast. But also um, sometimes I do... Yeah, that's, that's what I'm going to be doing, guys. So listen out for that. So that's what I'm going to be doing. I'm sorry if, um, if you guys feel a little bit disappointed. But, you know, things do have to change. And I might even change it back. You never know. But just for now, I'm just going to... I just would like to do it like that. Because I can just talk a little bit more freely when I do, you know, um, planetary. Okay? So guys, so, 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 so we are going to be doing the Pluto in Leo generation. So I call this the stars of the show, baby bloomers. That's what they are. So this is the generation that was born in 19, June the 14th, 1939 to 19th of August, 1957. And also, may I add that Pluto in Virgo generation especially those who are born in 1958 to 1962, you have attributes of the Pluto in Leo, because I know like, a lot of astrologers don't talk about cusps. I personally do, because I'm not your typical astrologer or tarot reader. This is more to intuition, and people that are born between 1958 to 62 they're born on the cusp because the cusp is you know if you if you're born like say like i don't know the 20th of march 
you're on the cusp of Aries and Pisces and it ends the 24th of March. You go, so you go from 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24. Okay. Or even actually the 20th of March. But yeah, it's actually the 19th. But yeah, so I'll say, you know, so it's like five more days after. So you're, you're, you have the energies. So even though Pluto in Virgo, people that are born in that time, 58 to 62, you are Pluto in Virgo. You're at the tail beginning, but you still have the attributes of it. Okay, so feel free to listen to this as well. And also... Another thing I was going to say, if you are, it's fine. Um, if you are Pluto in um, Cancer, Generation 2, because remember, Pluto in Cancer, it ended in 1930, you know, 1938. So, correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah, it ended then. So, you still have the um people that are born in like late pluto in cancer you have the attributes of pluto in leo so it's not actually really surprising that people who were born then they were self-starters they had the sort of like that energy even though they were wanting to be at home with their family tending to the home you know revolutionizing the home they still were very independent it's because the leo came into it so if you guys are Pluto in Cancer, feel free to listen to this too. And one more thing I'm going to add. Um, you can listen to this also. But anyone's free to listen to this. Yeah. But if you are a Leo, Sun, Moon or Rising. Yes, it could be Venus, Mars as well. Feel free to listen to this as well because it's Pluto, which is about power. And every star sign has like a light and a dark. Okay, so that's what you can do as well. Okay, so let's get after all of that talk. Let's get to it. So, guys, this is the stars of the baby bloomers. Yeah. So Pluto and Leo are the um they could be you know some people who are especially born in like Pluto Libra. Uh, Pluto, Scorpio, Sagittarius. Um, yeah, the pre, the, the next generation, should I say? But from Pluto, Libra, going forward, these could be your parents, and these could also be your grandparents. Okay, so this generation are the baby bloomers. They saw what the their parents' generation did, which was Pluto in Cancer and they obviously thought they don't want to do that okay they wanted to be on the world stage they saw yes it's all well and good mommy and daddy are providing for me tending to me but i feel restricted there's you know television actually was more people actually started to like you know hear music more during when they were born okay so they were very much interested in you know probably was like doing little dancing when they were young and they decided that they want to do they want to be a musician they want to do this they want to do that so they wanted to be more free so they wanted to be on the world stage you know leo is very creative you know they love the show they love to show love in a big way this is all about self-expression and leadership 
in this generation who are now especially now are in their 60s and 70s and a lot of them are in positions of power these traits they're going to be showing on a higher end um the high side of leo and also let's not forget leo is very he's got very much a childlike quality which is also very creative it's very artistic i also believe that they are possibly that this, this is the first generation of astrologers because I think the previous ones, Pluto and Cancer, they were very conservative. They didn't believe in all of, they may have been aware of it, but at that time it was like considered really bad. It's like juju, you know, you're doing some type of devil's work. Remember, this is Cancer. You stick to what you know. You don't go outside the box. You don't dress, everyone dresses the same. That's what makes everyone comfortable. But with Pluto in Leo, they wanted to see the world. So obviously, and remember, this is like the hippie generation. So, you know, um, I'll talk more about that back later. But I definitely do see and feel that they were like the first astrologers. Um, but astrology obviously is from native people. Okay, it's from, you know, Africa, um, Egypt, you know, um, other people like like our ancestors they practiced this but obviously it was hidden but they obviously you know especially when they went to like um you know conventions it was brought more out to the forefront it was very much a free loving time so that's why i say they were the first astrologers to bring it out but they didn't invent it okay invention and pioneering and bringing something out is very different okay so yeah, I say that they're the first generation to bring it out to the fore. Remember, Leo is about bringing things out. This is a fixed group and other themes that I can see that if I remember, especially like this is about, these are like the stars of the entertainment. They're like royalty and they're not afraid to be seen. And remember, they are the, this, is, this generation is also the civil rights generation, civil rights group. They were protesting about the Vietnam War, and you know this is the rise of the black panthers um while pluto is in cancer they you know they moved very slowly they watched the previous generation moving very slowly and pluto and leo they made their voices heard okay but it's not to say that pluto and cancer didn't have a voice they did but they used it in a different way okay so these people these Pluto and Leo, they're more about, okay, that's fine, but no one's really listening, so we've got to do something now, okay, remember this is fire, so they made their voices heard, and this is like the flower power generation, you know, the original rock stars who um, performed at Woodstock, they dabbled in all things 1960s, and they wanted fairness in, in society, they came up they came up of age you know they actually bloomed in the 60s and 70s and because of their fixed nature that saw them they will make sure that the things were put more to the forefront it's yes with themselves you know these people are the kings and queens so even when it came to like fashion they when it came to like how they dressed it was very out there you know flowers in their hair and a lot of them were like bunning and you know, um, yeah, Woodstock, everyone talks, obviously I wasn't born then, 
you know, but Woodstock was huge, you know, you had so many stars like, you know, Pluto and Leo, like Jimi Hendrix and the Mama and Papas, um, all these rock stars, you know, Jimi Hendrix is actually a pioneer of rock and roll, actually, so yes, it was a big time, that's why people cannot stop talking about it, okay? You know, we cannot speak about like the negatives of this generation, which is, you know, they can be very selfish. There can be some deceitfulness, stubbornness, which shows greatly um, when they are, when they rise to the top of their game. Because remember, they were teen, some of them were like teenagers and going to be into their 20s and the 60s. But once they got older, some of them, a lot of them had kids and um, they were career people. That's when, like, the other side came out. So, you know, that really came up when they were leaders, which some of them are now. And there's a huge ego in the era of arrogance that a lot of them are showing. And, you know, the power, a lot of them actually believe that the power will go on forever. There's also, I see, like, a refusal to step back. Or even if they are fired, they can become like children in their response. They can also want to be at the forefront of things that they didn't even create. And, you know, I feel some of this generation, they also tend to take credit when they didn't pioneer anything. But one one of their saving grace is that they're very creative. Okay, you cannot... That's one of the things, like the Pluto in Cancer, they pioneered, they started... And Pluto and Leo saw and thought, oh, how comes no one knows about that? And they put it out there. Okay. So that's why you can say they pioneered things that were bigger for the world to see. It was a bit, it was like glamorous, but it was also the stars. They were like the first stars, you know, um, but they were like rebellious stars. It wasn't, um, the Pluto and Cancer were stars as well. But these were like the rebellion stars that they dressed in like leather and, you know, the hair was wild and, you know, it wasn't like nothing was really pristine with this generation. So that's one of their definitely saving grace. And also, you know, if you go from the Pluto in Cancer, um, it was like a, obviously like a quietness. But these people definitely took it to the world stage. And... You know, they definitely, you know, you've got to give it up to them. You know, they definitely really involved. And also, you know, like I said, on the world stage. But, you know, there, there was also some craziness that happened. There was a lot of, like, darkness that came up during this time, especially in the 60s. It wasn't all flower power. There was some, like, you know, like I said, dabbling. And, you know, especially like on the world stage, you know, they, the corruption that some of them probably, that some of them will probably do when they were younger, it sort of went on when they were older. So, you know, this generation, they are, like I said, original rock and rollers and they did shock the world. I can imagine that they really shocked the world, especially when a lot of the, um, you know, on one hand you had like, the, you know, the Supremes, they're Pluto in Leo. They came up, they were very, you know, very nice ladies, very beautiful. 
very polite you know ladies and often you had this rock element which was like the Beatles came out who are Pluto and Leo and then you had um, Jimi Hendrix the pioneer of rock and roll and you know um, Janis Joplin and you know you had all these um, especially like what else the R&B the original R&B music came out during this time so that's I can imagine that shocked people too because they were used to listen to like sort of like um puppy dog music you know but now we've got like these african-american stars who's come out with this different sound and the sound they could have actually went there but they wanted to like you know in order to cross over to a white audience you had to make it more you know you couldn't really go too far okay but still the sound was very different so it's no wonder that it did shock people and you know even you know i feel that with this generation when they look back on what their parents did like i said they appreciated it but there there could have been some friction as well with their parents polluting cancer you know because the, the polluting can that generation was very conservative and this generation was very restful they were very um they were very very restless and social rebels and they were not afraid to confront like like the older generation they were not really they weren't afraid to like fight and some of the fight actually could have been actually physical like what we've seen if you watch like a lot of like the 60s documentaries what happened you know they also came you know they pluto in pluto in leo generation they came here to transform the world through art their pride and their ego and wanting to be seen and at times some of them you know did actually face humiliation um, whether they were older or whether whether they were younger or whether they were older they faced a lot of humiliation because they didn't know when to like back off and you know obviously I feel in their mind there's a lot of like they put themselves on like a high pedestal especially if they were very successful very famous so it's very hard to get them down from it but you know even like when they're older now a lot of them are in control and you know unfortunately some of this generation are still like in power some of them are actually in retirement or actually forced into retirement some of them actually want to be in retirement they just want to chill with their family enjoy their kids but they um you know some 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 i feel like with this generation some have actually learned lessons but deep down, you know, I feel because of what some of them, I feel the lessons that this generation have learnt is because they're older, yeah? And this generation doesn't like to go older. Remember, Leo is a sign of a teenager. So they don't want to, a lot of them, I feel, I think especially, it's not like it's due to them still, it's more to do with force, that they can't be at the top anymore. So that's when realizations come and you know leos have a big heart and this generation i do feel have a very big heart but they are very proud so they may not say sorry to people that they've hurt they may do it to themselves okay because they want to show that you know they want to show this strength of character 
that they look and if they show like a weakness that means people are going to be thinking oh that's not really the case because this generation you know are very pioneering but it's a shame because especially what we're actually seeing now with what they're doing especially some of them who really not being rude but some of them really should just be resting and it's not because of the age it's because of the mindset and you have to remember with leo they're very fixed in their opinions you know there's a side to them that is quite adaptive they they will adapt i feel that this generation they will adapt if it's going to be benefiting them but if it's not going to benefit them if they can't see if they're going to be on the world stage if they're not going to be respected that's when they won't adapt and that actually can hinder that actually, that actually is hindering this generation so that's what i see and you know you can't really deny this is a very powerful generation and you know and i feel that the pluto in virgo generation has learned a lot of lessons from them but i want to really you know definitely i want to thank this generation for you know they have shown the world that you know through art and the power of your mind you could do anything anything is actually possible even though at the time it didn't feel possible you know because things were so you know things they were coming out of um they saw what their parents went through and they thought there was you know this was it but i think it was definitely through the power of some people had televisions but it's definitely through the power of you know because televisions and was it televisions and you know radios were their way out and that's what made a lot of them see you know because even if you listen to a lot of Pluto in Leo generation, like from David Bowie or any of these, any of the pioneers, especially like the African American pioneers, um, even like from Bob Marley as well, who is who is of this generation, they were very influenced by the previous generation. But they saw that through the power of, you know. A guitar or singing um, that anything was possible and there was this huge drive that they had the drive actually helped them if they didn't have that drive they probably would have been like their parents just chilling not not thinking that thinking that this is the only way and obviously you can attribute it to their polarity of Aquarius because Aquarius you know, Leo is the, you know, the king and queen, the star of the show, but Aquarius is the mind. Aquarius is the future. So that's what, that's what the polarity of Aquarius actually, you can't speak about this generation or any generation and not speak about who their opposite is because the opposite really helps a lot. Okay. So you have to really give it up to this generation because they've actually shown Virgo, you know, all the previous, all the next ones, the younger ones, especially like Libra and people that kids that are born like the 70s 80s 90s they've taken what Pluto and Leo has done and made it their own but they've made but they've also shown that you know it's about being fearless it's about being that not being afraid to be a star or you know just actually going there you know so you have to definitely give it up to this generation um, obviously, when we speak about the cards, see you later. 
um even when you speak about the cards yeah it's the judgments you know last book about the judgment last time the judgment's always going to be around for this because this is showing the light and the dark side it's also showing us about transformation it's also showing when we don't transform we will be stuck in that box you know we can bring out a side that is not very pretty so this is this is Pluto and we have the star card and the strength card and these cards are both the Leo cards now the star card is showing with what this generation actually pioneered to the world that anything was possible about confidence creativity you know once they went to that it was it was like the, the, the light side to them if they went there the, anything was possible you know even if things were really bad at home or within themselves the fact that they could just turn up for work and perform, show the audience what they got. This was, they were definitely in their element. And the strength card is about their willpower. But also it could be the willpower. And I'll say that the strength card and the judgment card is like, you know, their, their strength, their, their, um, is their willpower but it can also be their downfall and i say their downfall because sometimes they can take power too far okay and you know some i think some people that were born like the younger generations you know people that are born like the 70s 80s and 90s you know some of their bosses are pluto in leo and all their ceos are pluto in leo and they've holding things on a tight rein and a tight stick they are ref some of them are actually refusing to because we're seeing it now you know who who's in charge now is you know some pluto in cancer pluto in leo and pluto in virgo okay so with the with this generation pluto and leo you know some of them are just not really opening their mind a lot not all, because there are some that are actually going to the light side. Some of them are actually evolving with what the world is about now. Some people are not. You know, so it's actually a shame because if, you know, sometimes, you know, in life, guys, we look at, when you look at how you used to be when you are young, how fearless you were, how open you were, how you wanted fairness, this is what this generation was about, but they've now been, it, it could be, it could be many things. It could be they are in the system. They don't want to rock the boat. They don't want to lose their job. They don't want to lose like the benefits that they got. It could be many things, but it's actually, some of it is actually their downfall. And it's only till later on. Remember, this is fixed. Fixed signs only click onto things later unfortunately they do they click onto things when it's too late and that's when regret happens so they don't have that foresight to see you know i need to be around younger people in order for my company to progress so they probably some of them probably are doing that but they're not giving a young person time to grow they're thinking yeah, you can work for me but do as i say don't don't try to do any you know, even the Pluto card, the Judgment Pluto card is saying, you know, you're having people under your control, but you're not, you're not adapting. 
and you know the strength card is showing them you know this is my physical strength this is my physical i'm showing you i'm the boss i'm showing you you know i am the lion i am you know um because if the strength card is also about you know how far you've come in this world it's also showing you you know you've been you've been through a lot so you know you're going to be showing people what you're about and they could be doing that in a bad way so i've even been hearing stories guys that this generation are saying because remember some of them are going to i think especially as they've gotten older actually showing that shadow side which is you know when i was your age this is what i did when i was your age this is what was this is what was right why are you trying to change things why are you so they just you know they, they, they're not um they forgot that they were young but some of them are actually still got that youngness. They want to know what's going on. They want to know who, you know, who is successful. Who, you get some that are actually like that. You get some that are very much actually like that. And that may be to do, that may be like the late Pluto and Leo, like the people that are going on to Virgo. They're very up to date. But some are not, unfortunately, you know, so. But both cards are very positive. Both cards are positive, but obviously, you know, even if you have like the the star card, it's not a negative card. But the I'll say that the strength card, they're both not negative, but the strength card will show that, you know, because you've been through a lot, you're gonna people that work under you, or if you work with someone, you're gonna show them, because I've been through this, you should go through that too. So it's quite fucked up, guys. <laughs> you know, all, all generations have a fucked up side to them. Let's not get it, you know, let's not get it twisted. But anyway, so that's the card message for this generation. But, you know, what's happening now for this generation is, you know, we have Pluto and Capricorn. We also have, you know, Pluto and Capricorn from 2008 has been in their sixth house till now. And... We also have Saturn, which is in their seventh house, okay? And this is showing this generation, you know, there's like a whole restructure. Like they have to really structure that, like their, you know, relationships, okay? There's maybe people, you know, Saturn is a, a karmatic time. So there may be people working against them at the moment, especially if they refuse to um, I, I won't say real power, but refuse to understand how far they can push their limits, how far they can push themselves, you know, so there might be some tension that's going on in their relationships, business and personal. Um, it could also be their children as well, you know, because some, some, I believe some Pluto in this generation are probably working hard, like how they used to from like, what, from 2008. Because they were a bit more younger then, you know, but they, they, a lot of them are entering retirement age. <laughs> you know, no one wants to get old, but, you know, this generation probably are refusing to back down. Hence the reason why the world is not moving and not changing in the right way. So with Pluto in Capricorn as well in their sixth house, this is highlighting. And this is definitely a time for them to transform their routines their health and their fitness this is also like the work that they do as well and personal hygiene so i feel that some of this generation are actually um some of them are actually being quite fit 
you know they are actually i feel if they're working with the light side of this they they are working what did i put here yeah pluto in you know i think this generation they are definitely coming into you know like i said the themes are about like their health and that and their daily habits but they could also be you know if if i feel that from from 2008 till now when pluto went into their six you know this shone a light on it and some who were very lazy and really care about their health they started to get very fit they refused to grow old gracefully so yeah there could be plastic surgery but they were very detailed about their health they took it very seriously um some could have probably taken it even more seriously you know any little niggles they got very um anxious because sixth house is also the mental health as well we don't talk about that enough but there's mental health so they probably any little thing that happened any little niggles they went straight to the doctor um there's also this I call her the, the workout, the stretch queen. Her name is Miranda Esmond White. She pioneered, she's actually Pluto in Virgo. I mean, Pluto in Leo. And she's actually pioneered a workout called Eccentrics. And it's a dynamic stretching program, which involves Pilates, Tai Chi, physical therapy, and yoga. It's got all these elements. And she's also an ex-ballerina. So yeah she pioneered this she's pluto leo and she's been doing it for it started in 1999 and it's still going strong now so you guys should check her out because she's like in her 70s now and she's still going strong so check her out i actually do her workouts but yeah and she's also got her daughter on board as well who actually does it for like a younger generation she's got younger fitness so she's like evolving in the right way she's brought in younger people to be doing because she because most of her exercises were for people that were like you know elder because she started this like in her 40s 50s in the 90s and she's like in her set she's like 71 now and she looks really good you know but she um still is still doing it for everyone but she is pipe she's got like younger trainers and she obviously trained them you know they did the program and they are working with um all different age groups so she's going to the higher vibration of this generation which they should be doing okay so that's actually a really good thing but so yes so i feel with that a lot of them who are taking their health more seriously some probably did take it seriously so not really changing much but it's but i feel if you if you're not it's not doing anything to do with their health it's mostly the job okay so they definitely um with pluto being in their sixth house until 2023 this is about they taking things into action paying attention especially they have to pay attention how they're treating people um and if they are bosses you know they have to be really clever in how they are um treating the younger workers you know from 2008 pluto has either you know like i said it's a lot of them you know like i said a lot of them probably went to the doctors a lot but also some of them i felt have built built up their business as well like their home life and now is really not the time for them to take the piss okay 
Um, there's also, I feel with this generation, don't be afraid to really ask for help if you need it because they could feel that they don't need because they've built up their, they've built like a business, a pioneered business. They don't really need help, but this is actually the time that they should be having people that, sorry to say this, Pluto and Leo, but that are probably smarter than you, you know, because they can put your business into a, like another direction. So don't be afraid to ask for help. And, you know, plus this generation, they could actually... You know, they, they, their businesses or even them working with younger people actually make them make them younger, okay? And they will find they don't have to really work as hard in order to, to grow what they're doing, you know? But also be mindful of when you are, like, you know, when it comes to, like, mentoring the younger generation, should I say, that you don't, they don't take it too far because it can definitely backfire. Remember, Pluto is a sign of, is a, is a karmatic sign. I feel that this generation are definitely clashing with the Pluto and Scorpio, yeah? Children that are, people that are born in 1984, 83, 84 to 1995, they're definitely clashing with them. But also there's a lot of lessons that this generation have to learn from. And I feel that if they go by like these lessons, they will be fine. And if not, you know, when Pluto goes into Aquarius in 2023-2024, um, for the next 20 years, it can be a lot of drama ahead because it will be in their seventh house. Seventh house is about open enemies, and they have to be very um, they have to be very mindful of who they surround themselves with. Obviously, they're going to be very old now. Some of them may not be here, but still. It's open enemy season for the next 20 years and also they when Pluto goes into Aquarius they have to think about their emotional attachment to relationships and there's, there's definitely going to be a lot of huge adjustments and also let's not forget a lot of power struggles so they just have to be very mindful I'll say you know for the next you know for the day for the next like 20 odd years and you know we can't end this without talking about who are celebrities guys let's talk about the celebrities so the celebrities that i saw about speaking about the celebrities now there wasn't too much that i know in london in england to be honest with you because people that people that um <clears throat> should i say there were some people in this country that did you know they did start something but it was from america okay so i wouldn't say there was any pioneers in this country and that's not throwing shade or it's just facts so the people that majority actually majority of people that are Pluto and Leo and there's a lot guys um there was more but I had to pick the ones that really spoke to me okay um 
but yeah there's only, only like the Beatles from England but still even with the Beatles it was very much American but in terms of like what was created in England I couldn't tell you because everything that the English have done is from America they've copied America okay it's not it's never been the other way around hence reason why America has pioneers so when it comes to like celebrities you had Michael Keaton Charles Dance Christoph Waltz um, Robert De Niro Brian Cranston Pierce Bronson Samuel Jackson Spike Lee Gary Sinise Alan Rickman Bill Murray John Lithgow Danny DeVito Ben Kingsley Kim Cattrall William Hurt Linda Hamilton Keith David Richard Pryor, Bruce Lee, Jimmy Smith, Alfred Molina, Danny Glover, Freddie Mercury, The Rolling Stones, The Beatles, Lionel Richie, The Supremes, Bob Dylan, Bob Marley, Sylvester Stallone, Charles, I wrote that, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Bruce Willis, Tom Hanks, Jackie Chan, Denzel Washington, Robbie Williams, Mel Gibson, Steven Spielberg, Martin Scorsese, David Lynch, Michael Douglas, Richard Gere, Patrick Swayze, Bill Gates, Hillary Clinton, Whoopi Goldberg, Steve Jobs, Stephen King, Tina Turner, Stevie Wonder, Aretha Franklin, Gregory Hines, Patti LaBelle, Oprah Winfrey and there's so many more guys but there was so many pages and I thought if I go through all these pages I'm gonna be here till Christmas that's how long the pages were guys but even though I did say you know um even though the Rolling Stones there the Beatles are there and you know you got a little bit of British people that were there a lot of them had to go America in order to be big they couldn't actually stay in the UK because it just wasn't um, the mindset and the whole how the whole setup is. It doesn't take you too far, okay? And it's not it's not being rude. It's just everyone knows that, especially in this country. Um, I think everyone knows around the world. In order to get ahead, you have to go to America. So it's a mixed bag. It's a mixed bag. You know, you've got some people that were the majority of them are American. You have someone that's Austrian. Got some English actors that were actually heavy. Alan Rickman, I love him. He actually passed away. Um, ben Kingsley, he's British. He's half Asian as well. Alfred Molina, he's British. But um, yeah, like I said, it all had to go America to be big. And, you know, it's a mixed bag. You know, I wish I knew more. In fact, I wish I actually could find a page that has more because there's so much more but i like to definitely salute this generation because some of them are here now some of them I've, I've you know crossed over but still they made history yeah and even if it wasn't as big as they wanted it to be some of them made history in um the right way some the wrong way some made history later but still they made history okay and like i said as well you know in my previous what i said previously a lot of our generation especially my generation we can look at that and think hmm, 
you know but um yeah it'll be very interesting when pluto goes into aquarius what this generation does i feel some of them will actually just some of them will actually just relax or be forced to relax but it'll still be interesting but yes i salute you pluto in i salute pluto in Cap cancer and i also salute pluto in leo so i can't wait to hear what pluto in virgo is is they they are actually you know they do share power with pluto in leo but a lot of them are in power now especially kids that are born in the 60s they actually embody that whole thing so it'll be very interesting to hear especially in virgo season what they're getting up to what they pioneered what they're getting up to now so guys thank you very much for listening um thank you for being patient as well um I'm, I'm, I'm very grateful that you guys are taking the time to listen to this feel free to leave comments tell me what you think about this generation um and to support the channel as well also you know you can go to my youtube channel if you want to because i've put september up now for all the tarot signs and i've also done you know i do like i said i do dailies and you know i look forward to doing more planetary speaking on this podcast especially when it's generations and another thing i was going to say guys before i forget that i will be doing delving more into planets because Yes, it's just Pluto generations, but also with this generation, they had other planets that were involved. Some had conjunctions like Uranus and Pluto, you know, some had Saturn involved, you know, so I'm going to definitely do like the Saturn generations and so listen out for that. I've got a lot of work I need to do and also thank you also for being very patient when this Dyer London Black Queen, Marcia Morris, is dying to talk to you all. So, thanks very much, guys, and I will speak to you very soon. Take care. Bye. Hello, everyone. This is Nikki K, and I'm your host for Beyond Astro K Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Apologies for no podcast that was last week. Um, there wasn't a big reason, actually, it was kind of a big reason, but still, you know, some of the things I actually spoke about, it actually sort of like, especially when it comes to what the planets were saying, actually transpired during the week. So there was nothing really much for me to speak about. So big apologies to anyone that was expecting a podcast message, a weekly. But this week, I am doing one for the week. The tarot and planet message for the week of monday the 13th to sunday the 19th of september now it's you know this week is a little bit of a funny one i'm not gonna lie and the planets are a little bit in a daze it's a you know especially from especially from tuesday you know, plants are a bit of a daze. I've also got some tarot cards to support the message, which I think is of great importance. I've also decided, guys, I've got some new cards, some new tarot cards. And these tarot cards are the planets and it's also 
the star signs okay so if you feel a little bit confused it's just that this is how these this is how these cards are so there's only like three major ones that's happening this week but you know the next week monday the 20th we have the piscean full moon so things start to get a little bit crazy a little bit more intense a little bit more watery and a little bit more emotional so before i start guys wondering how your new moon in virgo was i didn't hear anything okay yeah i wondered how your new moon in virgo was was it good you know did you did you have good intentions and it sort of veered off a bit did you you know start to get a bit more organized healthier you know did you incorporate new things obviously it's still too it's still quite early because you know this new moon lasts for a whole month but you know obviously you know going with that virgo theme it's little by little trying not to do everything at the same time is also really good because you know we're still in virgo season to you know not put so much pressure on ourselves you know working with that hermit card taking time out when things just get a bit too much you know sometimes you know even if we're talking about virgo and the hermit card is that you know we have so many plans we make so many we make so many you know detailed stuff that we're going to be doing we probably write it down and we expect to do it this you know do it how it should be but remember virgo is mutable so you know if you if you feel like especially during the first couple of days that you know you your intentions have been good this is what you're going to do and it doesn't work out that way it's trying to be kind to yourself. Try to be kind to yourself. And if it doesn't work out one day, start again tomorrow. You know, um, one of the themes of the Virgo new moon is, especially Virgo, the archetype, is that it puts so much pressure on itself. That's one of the reasons why Virgos have that sort of like mental, you know, that sort of like they get very mentally distressed because they want everything perfect. And there's no such thing as perfection. When we want something perfect, it's because, you know, we want, don't want to lose control. That's what it's basically about, the perfectionist side of Virgo. So, you know, sometimes Virgo sh has to work with that other side, which is Pisces, to know that, okay, this is a mistake, carry on, and, you know, then you can fix it. But it's very hard. So some of us may have felt like that during this Virgo new moon. You know, but just know that, you know, okay, whether I ate bad today, but I wanted to eat, you know, soups and salads or I wanted to work out at nine o'clock and it didn't really happen that way. Sorry about that. Um, You know, so, you know, this, this is what happens. Sometimes we have, you know, good intentions. You know, we've written it down and everything. It doesn't really work out. So I think the, the you know, every star sign has its, when, when, when they are, you know, every star sign, I believe that when they're on this earth, whether you've got like sun, moon or rising Virgo, Venus, Mars, Mercury, the trick is, or what you're here to do is try to be a bit more balanced, you know, moderate. 
um you know you know that you are mutable also know that okay i have to try and be flexible that's why sometimes you see i don't know if some of you have seen like a piscean or a virgo hanging together and a pisces talking or dreaming and virgo's like you know what you're talking about not really making sense what you should actually talk about is this and pisces listening it's like oh come on you know, um, and Virgo's like, okay, we have to go, we have to go because I booked it at this time. And if we get late, and Pisces like, if we get late, what? You know, okay, we're late. You know, sometimes it's traffic. There is, you know, there's, you know, someone that you see that you're talking to. You know, are we gonna just ignore people? Are we gonna like tell the bus driver to drive quickly? <laughs> you know, these things get in the way so that's like my little two cents worth on the virgo new moon so i think even even me myself guys you know just know that okay i'll just start it again tomorrow and also listen to your mind listening to your body is really important especially if you are starting something new so with that being said, it's been a bit of a crazy week. I'll talk about it after I talk about what the planets are talking about. I've decided to do something just a little bit new, you know. So, before... So, what's going to be... Yes, so, the planets now. So, the first one of the major things, especially for this week, is we have the sun in Virgo and opposes Neptune. And this is a, quite a big one because... With sun opposing Neptune, the sun is, you know, how you shine, is how you, how you navigate yourself into the world. So, you know, with the sun being in Virgo, it's about us, you know, doing the Virgo thing, you know, working, taking care of ourselves, you know, making sure that there's no stone unturned. But then you have Neptune involved, which is, which is that dreams you know the dreams and illusions and creativity spirituality that comes in so what this actually does you know because the neptune is a planet of inspiration guys and it's about psychic ability it's about being very receptive so when these two planets oppose each other this push and pull i feel that some of us during this time we are going to be extremely, you know, going to be extremely, this, this starts from Tuesday. So I feel that from Tuesday, there's going to be some good, how can I put this? There's going to be a lot of like good intentions to, you know, do what we need to do. Yeah, it's a working week. <clears throat> some of us are working from home. Some of us may not be working. Some of us are... You know, we want to get more organized. But then we have Neptune involved and we can find that we cannot be asked, basically. Okay. There can also be some confusion. If you've got a lot of like, so you've got a lot of Piscean in your chart or Virgo, a lot, if you're like very earthy, very down to earth person, this can make a lot of you feel quite frustrated. But some of you may actually be quite all right with this because you actually want to relax. Neptune, you know, opposing, sun posing Neptune can make a lot of us feel quite confused anyway, okay, so that's one of the reasons why it's really great to try and relax, you know, this is about, there can be some like fogginess as well, if you're like in a group with people, having like a discussion, 
good intentions and good discussions, some of you may not be heard. And this could be with work as well. Some of you may not be heard. You may have written down what you want to say. You may have in your mind say, okay, I'm going to say this. Or, you know, the, the, the discussion could be very free flowing. After when it's time for you to talk, it's just like you're speaking like in code. Or you can appear like you're speaking in code. So people can think like, what the fuck are you talking about? Excuse me. Actually, no, because this is podcast. So <laughs> say what the hell you want. But they'll be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Do you know what I mean? So this can lead to some of us feeling very insecure. So we'll think, okay, I don't want to say that. Because people are going to think that if I say if I say anything else, people are going to think that, you know, I'm I'm either not well, um, I'm talking in code, or even I'm lying. Because remember, Neptune is a, a sign of deceptiveness to an escapism. So yeah so it's not it's not it's not like this is this is this is about huge insecurity that can come a lot of us can actually come across quite into quite pre-insecure this week so i will say that yeah so and, and it's not nice you know when you're not heard <clears throat> so this can you know lead a lot of us to like really want to retreat because we're not being heard and people can actually take the piss with us as well okay and if especially there's any like conflicts that are happening whether it's in a relationship or whether it's in a job you know and conflicts are natural it's a natural way of expressing yourself sometimes conflict is good because things are not always nice the world is not always and neptune lives in a dream world so that's one of the reasons why I feel that some of us may even want to like avoid harsh realities and just want to, you know, be by ourselves, be that nun or that priest up in the tower or, you know, in your room, just escaping things. You just want to be alone. But it's also because a lot of us are going to be feeling extremely sensitive as well. So if someone's saying something we don't like, instead of us actually, you know, saying something back, we might retreat more into our shell feeling extremely sensitive like why did they say that and these times the person just said it you know what this person's about you know they always say things like this so you know even though some of us could be hurt it, it could be more it, even me speaking I feel a bit confused guys <laughs> so you know some you know like you know if you're like with a friend the friend's very mouthy um, or even like you're in a, you know, if you, you've got a boss or a supervisor, anyone higher up or, and they're known to have this way of speaking. Yeah. And because you know what they're about, it's like, okay, I know nothing. I know what these people are about. I'll just ignore it. But for some reason this week, you cannot ignore what they are about. You know, you some of us can take it, you know, you just take it just too personally. You think that they could be saying it to a group. And you think that they're personally attacking you. Okay, so that's the extreme of sensitivity of the Neptune influence. And even if you are working hard, Virgo, you know, you've checked all your stuff. You've made sure there's no mistakes. You know, you've stayed late to work. You, you know, making sure that contracts are signed. Some of you may be like receptionists or, you know, um, I don't know. Yeah receptionist for instance very virgo job 
um, you know, you've got your contracts for your CEO or your manager to sign after it comes back and it goes, actually, you know, I don't want to, um, they might say something quite flippant, like, oh, I don't want to sign this contract because, you know, there's certain things that are not really right in it and da 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 da. And you're going to think, oh, didn't, didn't I put that right? Wasn't it right? And you're, it's going to go over, over, over in your head. You're going to think this Virgo thing, it was not perfect. I've missed out something. I've got to recheck it. But these times the boss is saying, I'm not signing it yet. I've got time to sign this. You know, we've got like a month to sign this. I don't need to sign it now. Do you know what I mean? So that's where, you know, there can be some misunderstandings that happen. This could make us, you know, very, it can actually make us quite defensive, guys, you know. But obviously with this, you've got to be very mindful. You know, if someone's trying to sell you something, if you're going for like tarot reading or astrology reading, you, you know, with a lot of us astrologers don't make a lot of money anyway. You know, you'll be, you're very lucky if you do. But, you know, some people could overcharge at this point. You know, um, they could be quite deceptive. There could be some greed that's also involved as well. Um, people could be showing a lot of kindness, but we have we may think, oh my God, this person's amazing. And they're actually trying to, you know, snake you. So just like tricksters, people that can trick you as well, especially if they're selling you anything. You're walking around and people are trying to sell you stuff. Just be mindful of that. You know, things could just be too good to be true. So oh, obviously we do have to very much be weary you know, um, and know, because this can, you know, this is about intuition as well, but we may not trust our intuition. So it's about really try to trust your intuition, um, seeing things for what they are. Remember, Neptune is retrograde, so the veil is actually lifted, like I've said before, you know, so know that if someone's trying to snake you know that if someone's trying to be deceptive to you if someone's being really horrible to you but also see if are they really being horrible to you or are you just imagining it are you being overly sensitive you know one of the best things we can do <clears throat> whenever neptune's involved guys is to do some type of spiritual practice you know virgo's involved so ground yourself go to the park go for a walk Try and maintain something healthy for your mind, body, and soul. Do some creative work. You know, um, spending time alone would definitely help. The card message we have for that, ooh, is the death card. Ooh. So the death card is showing us, you know, there it can be an old way that we are leaving during this sun, sun um, opposition, Neptune. We could actually feel extremely sensitive we can actually feel like there's a you know the death card is actually i feel it's more of a positive than actual negative i feel that this is an old way that we have always been feeling it is dying out now okay and when this transits over i feel a lot of us are going to feel very different the death card is guiding us to banish this you know even though it's a bit of a tricky time it's banish what is good for us and what is bad for us release something that's not good and what's bad for us if we because with neptune also being involved and this is also before the new moon in pisces <clears throat> the death card is also showing that we have to not go back to what has worked for us emotionally so if things get too harsh 
and we're used to it could be an addiction it could be an old way of thinking an old way of feeling we need to banish it we need to leave it behind we need to bury it because it's not going to serve us it's going to make us fall in a dark place actually and you know especially if we are spending a lot of time by ourselves, work on releasing this you know this negative negative way you know because even though and also i feel with the death card is also saying you know even though that you know when we are gonna some of us are gonna be like you know within ourselves we have to also question there's lots of questions that a lot of us have to ask ourselves we have to be very honest as well and if we are around people that are snaking us as well, this could be a friend, it could also be a relationship. It may be time to sort of like end it now in a strange way, but also being honest. And I say being honest because it's, are we imagining that they're doing this or are we being hypersensitive, hyper emotional? So this is about releasing and not going to an uh, uh, old place that we're used to going to, but also know what to revive and what to bury to, okay? We also have the Ten of Cups reversed, and even though it's reversed, it's still quite a positive time, because this is also going to show us, you know, during this Sun Opposed, um, this Sun Opposed Neptune, this is also a Mars in Pisces card, this is about, you know, even though, whenever, even, even the cups cards, whenever they come reversed, it's never, it's never really negative, depending on what it is, but it is showing us that, you know, any like, it, actually, it's just saying that once you do all that releasing, burn away an old way of feeling, you know, whether it's positive or negative, we can start, you know, the man, you know, we can start, things can start to get a little bit more brighter. We can start seeing, we can like, you know, the fog that is glazed. Some of us are actually fogged within our hearts. By doing something practical or spiritual or even creative, the Ten of Cups is showing us that, you know, things will be, even though it's reversed, it is being, it's about being, things will be more harmonious for us. It may take a bit of a while, may take a bit, it may be a bit slow. But still go there, you know, even if things are a bit rocky, still go there, still try and go to that light because things will just pan out how it should be. Once, once you put in that, that, once you put in that work, once you put in that, you know, once you put in the work, like the spiritual work or the emotional work within yourself during this week, the sun opposes, this is a big one, the sun opposes Neptune, the ten of cups is there, is, is as your guide. Okay, so there can be a lot of like, I'll say like more spiritual abundance that can come your way, a lot of spiritual abundance and a more of a lightened light. And I feel like there's more of a lightened, like a light feeling afterwards, even though things will be a bit slow. Okay. The other planet message, what other planets are saying. So that's, that's the, that's the confusing planet message the first one we also have which is a nice one we've got and then we've got a lot of we've got another crazy one coming we've got the sun in virgo trines Pluto. 
Now, the sun in Virgo trying in Pluto is pretty powerful because it's helping us actually, you know, this is this, this, this actually will very much help when it comes to like really work hard work. And I feel that this will actually help when it comes to, in a way, it will help the sun um, opposing Neptune because we may find it very hard to distinguish truth from facts or fact from truth or you know fact from fantasy but the sun with Pluto can actually help clear it because it can bring a very deep intensity towards us and you know this, this is giving us lots of drive so even though things are very hazy we can also still have that drive the sun um the sun in Virgo trying in Pluto and Capricorn is is actually what we actually will, which is which is her is something that we will actually need okay in order to get ahead in anything we want okay and also I believe that the sun I don't believe but the Pluto is actually helping with this new moon it actually helps things be a bit more long-lasting so Neptune I know you're still there you know but Pluto's here too okay and Pluto's asking you to you know any type of craziness that's going on is gonna also help you to navigate your way in the perfect way so this is about you know any work if you I feel I feel that I when I when I look at these two planets guys I don't know if you guys feel the same when I look at these two planets I just feel that I need to get my work done. These two plans are saying, we need to work now. We need to get this done. This needs to be signed. This needs to be delegated. This needs to be done now. That's, that's what I'm feeling with this. Yes, it's all well and good to dream, but this needs to be done. Okay. And if you want me to, I will help you. I will help you. I will help drive you. Okay. I will, you know, if you, if you're in a relationship and you want to, you know, if you want to have like deep conversations, let's have that conversation. You know, this is all about, you know, if you are scared of anyone positions of power, you will feel confident to talk to that person. You feel confident to talk to the CEO that you feel that is very scary because, you know, you'll find that once you speak to them on a level, they are like normal okay and you nine times out of ten you'll find that what you're speaking about they didn't know about it as well okay because you've done your research this is about research guys okay so and also this is about power this is about transformation so the sun is highlighting this but this could be highlighted this is some of the highlights highlights that's coming up is from like deeper within and i feel that some of us could actually really surprise ourselves we can surprise ourselves with how much work we've gotten done, surprise ourselves how actually powerful we are, how much, you know, we've come through. This is also to do with, you know, like I said, transformation and it's also about elimination as well. So if, you know, Virgo is about, they want something clean. So this is great to like get rid of things that you don't actually need. Okay. And any like i said any like relationship issues that a lot of you had they can be resolved because you are getting down to the nitty-gritty if some of you have any issues with anyone at work it could be a boss ceo 
you can actually speak to that person to get down to their level. It will go very well as well. Um, some of you may even get promoted this week. You know, you may, some of you may not even believe it because we're in this, you know, crazy new world where there's not a lot going, there is there's a lot going on. <laughs> but in terms of like work, some, you know, depending what area you win, work can feel quite scarce. So to get a promotion, something that a lot of you have actually dreamed of, you can actually get it, you know, if you are like a boss um, and, you're, and you're very insecure, sorry, if you're like a boss and you're very insecure in terms of like your leadership, you can come into your own this week, you know, if you're in a meeting and you've got something to say, you can come into your own, you know, how you communicate, it will have so much power it will have so much in so much depth that people may not people may just find you so like magnetic and they'll think oh my god why i didn't know this person had this sort of power about them you know your words can also hold a lot of power and thought with people you know if some of you are also doing any like you know motivation work you know be mindful of what you say because people would believe it. They would swallow it up. Okay. So this is but also if you're a student as well, you find it hard. You are finding it, some of you could actually not really understand what the teacher's saying because of Neptune. But when it comes to studying, this will help. The power of Pluto will help because it will give you that determination. It will give you that focus to do this as well. Anyone that's doing, looking for a job, looking for something or even like wanting to like learn something. This is also very great too, you know, because this is about determination as well. Um, even like investigating work, this will definitely help. And the card that we have is the four of pentacles. Now, the four of pentacles is a, is a Capricorn card. And it is showing us. You know, because it can be good, it can be bad when you see this card. It does depend on what, you know, what's going on. But this is showing us that, you know, hold on to that power, okay? But also know that sometimes if something is taken away from you, it's because you need to transform, okay? So it's always good to hold on to, like, you know, even though deep down you know that you have something to give or something to show, or, you know, there's something that, you know, you're holding on to. You could be actually afraid to let people see it. So you're actually controlling a side to you that needs to be let out now. So it's about asking yourself, it's, it's all about looking when to show that side of you and when to hold it back. But sometimes if you hold on to it too tight, you can miss out. Okay, it's also showing you too tight, and this could be of money, this could be relationship. There's something you want to say. I personally, I feel it's the best time to do it now. Something you want to do, best time. To, something you want to study. Don't hold on to an old ideology and an old thought and think, okay, I'm going to do it next. Best to do it now. Even if you don't, even if, and also you'll find that it'll be more long lasting as well. Remember, we're still in the Virgo new moon, so. And also knowing when to be stubborn and knowing when to let go, you know, because the four of cups is about holding on to like material resources and not knowing when to let go. It's about hanging on, 
you know, it's also about fear of change. So, like I said, knowing when to hold on and knowing when to let go. And sometimes when we do let go a little bit, it can transform us. Okay. The second card message we have is a two of pentacles, which is reversed. And loads of, you know, another, another, um, this is Jupiter and Capricorn card actually. But this is saying, you know, you even though it's these pentacle cards are money cards, it's for me personally, it's just saying we are juggling the mind and the heart. We are juggling, you know, and even going back to the four of pentacles, you know, we are holding on, but we're also juggling. There can be some confusion of what to put out there and what to hold on to. There can also be some confusion of, you know, you know, if I say something, will my luck change or will it, or will it diminish? Some of us, I feel, are very like quite anxious this week even though it's a powerful time it's very anxious we want to do the right thing we want to say the right thing and we can't slip up allow yourself to split up allow yourself to slip up a bit there's nothing wrong in it you know these two are capricorn cards and capricorn is about structure it's doing the right thing it's you know hierarchy it's not going against the grain but because it's reversed i feel that some of us will have to not be afraid to go against the grain as well you know even though we are going to be in a bit of a juggle of our heart and mind you know even if you just let it slip a little bit you just never know so if you want to talk to someone important by all means do it but what do you have to listen to your heart or your mind okay that is i feel this is a bit of a question for a lot of us but we but it, it does feel like a confusion of you know the heart and mind and see and i feel that the i feel that a lot of us are in our heads but are actually our hearts are singing more to like sort of release and let go the last planet message that we have is on yeah this is a bit of a crazy one actually you know it's a bit of a harsh one i feel a lot of us are going to feel quite you know quite a bit you know the insecurity is sort of going to rev up because you know we have we have venus and scorpio and venus and scorpio is an intense time it's moved out of libra and you know when venus is in scorpio this is more of intensity you know intensity to you know, sort of like mend the relationship, you know, sort of like holding on, being quite controlling when it comes to like, you know, beauty and finances. We can also change our, you know, physical, physicality, you know, there's a, it's more of a sexier time, more of a darker time, more, I can feel it's a lot more intense, like talking in relationships, a lot more, you know, wanting to commit more. There can be some controlling aspects as well. So, the lot on Friday, we have the Venus in Scorpio and it's square Saturn in Aquarius. Now, this can actually feel a lot more harsher to some people. I feel some of us could actually feel quite extreme. There can be lots of extreme insecurity because Venus in Scorpio is about deep commitment in anything they do. Commitment in earning money, commitment in goals commitment in love, commitment in how they look, there's a deep intensity with this and we don't like to be surprised in any way because remember Venus is ruled by Taurus the opposite 
and Libra. With it being in Scorpio, it's just a bit more, you know, a bit more darker. So I feel this, and with Saturn involved, Saturn in Aquarius, it's not the most loving, should we say. Um, it's all about duty in a way, but in a very unconventional, unique way. <laughs> um, it is about the government, but it's also about the people. So the mind is not on relationship, it's about the end goal so the conversation you can see happening here is that you know scorpio is like okay let's talk about this you know let's go out let's dress up you know you can be dressing up your nice you know wanting real sexier time and then you've got your capricorn partner that's very much like oh i want to watch this program because it's about you know um activism humanitarian i want to read this book i want to learn about this or i actually want to see my friends tonight so this can be a lot of like delays when it comes to like emotions it can be a lot of like distance some of us can actually find our partners or even ourselves being a bit more distant towards our partner um this can actually cause a lot of problems a lot of intense problems this can also bring up a lot of us feeling very insecure but also fe fearing the worst there can be some paranoia because we're feeling like i'm doing all of this for you and you're just taking and not giving back. You know, you some of us could feel that the partner is, you know, just not really there when we need them. You know, um, even when it comes to like money as well, we the part our partner could be, you know. Oh, I am. You know, they you probably made like a date with your partner to go shopping, for instance, or having a date night. Um, spending time with the family and the partner, someone decides to do something different or someone's on the phone too much. So this can cause a lot of paranoia, like, how come they're not paying attention to me? Or, you know, um, it, this could even be with money, like, you know, money may not feel as free flowing. Someone could be quite stingy. OK, like, why are you spending this much money? Why are you spending that much money? You know, you, you could feel that your partner's picking on you as well. Because they, you know, anything you do is just like a nitpick. Or they might not be responsive. So the harmony is just not there. It can be very hard to maintain any type of harmony. Um, and also, bearing in mind we have Neptune. <laughs> you know, we have that Neptune influence as well. So it's not surprising that some of us are going to be feeling, you know, very insecure. There can be some tears along the way. There can also be dare I say it, some crazy manipulation going on a lot. I could also see some people, you know, giving ultimations, okay? If something doesn't change, this is what's going to happen. But that is more out of desperation, that you want to maintain um, your relationship. So that's, that's one thing to be mindful of. But, you know, sometimes when people are desperate, they do desperate things. They can manipulate, they can... You know, remember Venus in Scorpio, so there could be a lot of automations and, you know, manipulation, looking on the phone, you know, getting paranoid, talking to people, even getting like a private investigator because the partner's acting different. Remember, this transit will go. It, you know, it's just a transit. It doesn't last too long. So, yeah, so even when it comes to in money, money can feel quite tight. Money can feel very can feel that you know you haven't got enough money 
you know you could feel that people you know you or your partner or you even your friends are getting or, or you know you made an effort to go out and someone's being quite stingy they may not have enough money or you may not have enough money okay so you know it's best to try and you know work towards saving um spend beyond your means to you know not wasting your money on things that you don't actually need you know um even when it comes to like our vitality it may not be there as well i don't feel like i because remember the saturn's involved so this is about working so i feel a lot of us i may not you know in the beginning may have good intentions feel excited about things but then we are, have restrictions put in our way so this may not make us want to be motivated to do anything because our mind could very much be on our relationships so the best one of the best things to do is obviously you know try to like neptune spending time alone will help it'll help you you know just like really figure out things think about things am i overreacting um thinking about you know if you're overspending or you're overeating because this can make a lot of us want to you know um overeat for instance because remember venus is about nice foods um are we overdoing things are we overspending are we buying things just for the sake of it you know ask ourselves why we want to always dress up for our partner we need to dress up for ourselves so i feel this week is very much about conversations within our minds a lot you know so but also spending time alone because we just may not be in the mood to be around people. We may have to really tend a lot to our responsibilities, tend to a lot to our work. Um, I also feel that, you know, you could be such in a great mood and after then you're, someone puts a downer on it. You've got this to do, you've got this to do, you've got this to do, you know, there's mistakes here, there's mistakes there, you know, so bosses can pile on the pressure as well. So it's not an easy one. Um, but I think the best one, the best thing to do definitely is to, you know, you know, if you can spend like 10 minutes by yourself, even going for like a nice walk, um, just to like figure things out, just to like help you calm with your emotions as well. Um, if you are the other person that's been very Saturn, um, it's a very important, I feel to try and listen to like your partner's point of view, even though your mind or your heart's just not in it or there try and meet them halfway even if it's very hard to um once this is over hopefully you know you can make it up so the cards that we have is a six of swords six of swords six of wands now the six of wands is a fiery card it's a fiery time because it can actually feel like a fiery time and it's a mars in leo card so this is showing us that, like I said, this is a transit that when it does pass, things get better. But still, during this Venus square, Saturn, any, it's just saying that anything, any obstacles that we're going to come across, you know, whether it's through money, relationships, you know, business or personal, you know, anything like even you know when it comes to like um how we look or anything if we have obstacles along the way we can overcome it that's what the six of wands is about overcoming triumphing you know it's about you know good news and success so anything that i feel that this week is one of the, you know even after the neptune opposition which is more you know you know fogginess this one is another test this is a test that's going to be 
showing us how strong we are. So if we're going to be tested in our relationship, we can overcome it. Even if we have battles um, with arguing or, you know, trying to make time for each other. Or, you know, if you have battles at work, if you feel very unmotivated, it's asking us to actually push through. The six of ones asks us to push through because you can succeed. It's going to be hard. But look at the end result. Look into your heart and see, okay, if I do this, if I just dig deep, I can win. It's not going to be easy, but I can win because I've been through worse. The six of swords, six of wands is also asking us to look at our past, look back on how far we've come, but also looking at, you know, because this is a this is this is a more of an opposition that we're going through. This is a square. So we have to work extremely hard we're going to also have to see that sometimes if anything happens or how people speak to us or you know if we've got good intentions for things it doesn't work out the way it's supposed to it's about us looking at our controlling ways how we control things how we like navigate our way into life to see that you know even if someone, even if something's not really receptive to us, this is a test. We have to always remember that life is a test. And, and if you feel yourself going to like the dark side, know that, you know, it can actually come back on you. Okay, so even though it's a battle that we're going through, you can win the battle. But you can only win that battle if you are remaining true to yourself and true to your heart. Okay, the second card message we have is from the Nine of Pentacles. So this is sort of lightening the load for a lot of us. So the Nine of Pentacles is actually the Virgo card. And you know what, sometimes we need to, you know, because it's a time for us to be grounded. Because even though, the, you know, the Six of Wands is a fiery time, it's asking us to go there, go to battle. Also seeing that, you know, we're going to come out good in the end. The Nine of Pentacles is showing us, obviously, you know, it's an end of a bit of a cycle that we've all been through. But also, because it's a Venus and Virgo card. So it's asked us to remain grounded, basically. Try to remain as grounded as you can. Get on with the job, okay? It's also, you know, the Nine of Pentacles is about, you know, um, it's about finances, but also this can be like some concerns and worries, you know, general things when it comes to money. So a lot of us could definitely be a lot of in our head, you know, especially when it comes to um, there can be loss of finances that happen this week. The loss is mostly in the mind. And also I feel that sometimes if we do feel we're losing money. It's because we probably overspent. So it's about getting back to basics. It's about being grounded, getting back to basics. Also, it's also the Nine of Pentacles also asking us to see that is your partner being like this all the time? You know, sometimes, you know, you know, especially it's also asking if you've been in a relationship for a very long time and your partner has shown this side before, why are we so surprised? So it's about grounding yourself, treating yourself nice, getting in touch with nature okay it's about enjoying being with your family be enjoy what you have not wanting to seek more ask yourself why do you need more you know so i feel that also the nine of pentacles is 
also saying that some of us are not grounded. We're not grounded enough. It's one of the reasons why we're probably acting out, skinning out and carrying on. You know, so it's just saying we need to be, you need to ground. You need to also look back and see if this has happened before. Is this a new thing? If you feel like it's a new thing, then obviously, you know, try and have lots, you know, communicate as best as you can. But if it's not a new thing and you've done and this happened before, like, you know, sometimes you're together, you know, even like if your kids are acting out and sometimes, sometimes you just don't really talk to each other because you're, you're in your own mind. What do you used to do? Did you used to go by yourself? Did you used to like tend to like your work? Did you talk to your friend? This is also asking you to get in contact with people that, you know, you seek that helps you, you know, that makes you laugh, that keeps you grounded as well. You know, this is asking you to like really take care of yourself, take care of your body, take care of like your mental state, because the more grounded you are, you won't have to act out. The more grounded you are, you won't have to get paranoid and thinking I haven't got enough because you have got enough. Okay. So guys, it does end a bit crazy. You know, it does end a bit, you know, not, I wouldn't say sad. It just ends like challenging, you know? So the last thing I wanted to talk about guys was, you know, so basically this is it. This is, um, the tarot of the, the weekly tarot for the week. Um, but I may come back to this actually, cause I actually want to talk about, um, you know, what's actually happened this week, especially just the new moon in Virgo. So basically in London, good old Island of London, um, you know, after the new moon happened, we had like, especially in terms of like the government, they, you know, so basically if you're not working, you have the you're in like you know you know you have like income support so basically if you're not working the government gives you money so now what's happening is that people are on universal credit so all of the benefits that you receive they're into one benefit basically and you get it monthly so you have to budget it so basically the government is um last year they gave like 20 pounds extra a week because of the whole you know the whole covid new world thing happened but now they're going to scrap it and we have this i've spoken about him before marcus rashford he's a footballer who's campaigned for like children to be fed in the uk because the government has scrapped the the you know the children you know people that are on like low income some of the kids are getting, you know, they were getting help from the government. The government decided to scrap it. So he has campaigned for it not to be scrapped. So they're quite vexed with him about that. So Marcus, King Marcus Rashford. So now Marcus Rashford has now campaigned for like the £20 a week not to be scrapped. And you know what happened? Well, our good old minister, um, he has now decided that on especially because obviously this conversation has been carrying on for a while but he's now decided that we are you know when you pay you know can we pay like income tax here we also pay national insurance so he's now decided that you know you're going to be paying more national insurance which has caused a bit of an uproar and this has been quite strange because not strange but i think it was probably written in the stars because you know we had the new moon in Virgo, this happened on the 7th, 
of September, the day after the new moon, this came into action and it conjunct Uranus in Taurus. Okay, so that was one of the crazy things that happened. And Marcus Rashford, I believe that he will succeed in campaigning for it. But it just goes to show that, um, you know, it just goes to show, especially in London, that things are, you know, because I've spoken about London's chart. You know, there's some like craziness happening with London's chart, astrology chart that, you know, it is Capricorn. But also when it comes to like, the rising, it's either Libra or Aries. I believe it's Libra because of this whole class system crap. But, um, but yeah, it came in, it straight away came into action and there was a lot of like, you know, that it went to Parliament and, you know, you know, the ministers had to like raise their hand to see if it, it needed to actually happen. And now it's happening. So people that are on low wage, not only are they, um, not only are they paying income tax and if you are getting, in, um, if you are getting universal credit, you are also getting money taken off your national insurance. Okay, you really couldn't make this up. And with Uranus involved, Uranus was about things can just happen anyway. Sudden things can happen. Sudden conversations, sudden, it, when it comes to like your emotions, sudden things can happen. So I was quite shocked. But then I looked at the chart, I think, and mm, not really surprised as well. The card that we have for that was the Uranus card. It's a, it's a you know, the card I was telling you guys about. It is the Uranus card. The planets and the the tarot. The, these cards are from like the planets and it's also from the sun signs. So this card I've just picked out is Uranus. Okay. And it just, it, this Uranus card is just showing that something else is going to definitely change. Something else is definitely going to change. There's going to be, I feel like there's going to be a new developments along the way some there's some things that are not really there's things that are it seems to me that this card is also saying that there's things that you know even when you look at this card guys obviously you can't see it but when you look at this card it's like it's you've got the planet uranus here but it's also like a shadow of a man and it's you know it looks like it's sneaking but it looks like it's creeping as well so even when I look at this, it's just showing that things are not what they seem. Remember, this is Uranus, okay? And this came, this went into the whole action of, you know, you, you know, when the moon was you know, it trying Uranus. So it's, it, is a very, it was a very powerful time. And even though it was a positive change, some people found it very positive what happened. Some people found it very shocking, okay? So... This Uranus card is saying that things are, you know, it may seem like it's coming to an end, but there's some changes that are happening and it's lurking beneath the shadows. You know, things seem very misty at the moment because this card is a very misty card. You know, we have the planet Uranus there, but we also have, you know, something creeping up. Okay. And it's actually, if, even if you look at this card, it's actually very beautiful. But you can see there's something that's not being said, that's not being shared. Something sudden, something shocking can come up. I feel there's more shocks are going to come up. That's what the card message is saying. We also have 
uh, Marcus Rashford, he, the footballer, I will always support him. You know, he's of a different generation. He's from the Saturn in Pluto. Saturn in, um, no, he's from the Pluto and Sagittarius generation. So they don't fuck about. This generation does not mess around. He's a very young guy. And now there was in there was a there was a paper that um um the Prime Minister Boris Johnson used to um he actually used to um edit or write for the called Spectator. And a couple of months ago they the Spectator it's like a um it's not a magazine I personally will read, but it's for like like middle class people. So they write only about middle class people, but once they put up a list of like donors, rich people who have donated money, and Marcus Rashford was like the highest one when it comes to their wages. So they were gonna write a negative piece on him. So Marcus Rashford he tweeted that they're gonna write a negative piece on him. What happened? It didn't happen. They decided not to write it because obviously we now are in social media, things have now changed. You know, um, people get cancelled very easily, you know. So when he tweeted it, everything changed. But now what's happened, he has um, written for The Spectator, which caused a little bit of a controversy. Just a little bit, not too much. But he was actually speaking his truth, like, you know, as a footballer, as a black man. And some people didn't really agree with what he did. Some people thought, mm, shouldn't have done it. So, yeah. So it was a little bit of a controversy about that. 